Magic time. No, there's actually no time for the for the cold open this week. So we got to do like right in the show. Okay, skip it. You're wasting time by saying that, Adam. Okay. All right. Let's skip that part then. No, no, no. Like, like let's. I'm, I'm not joking. Let's start the show. Okay. Welcome to episode 643 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me, as always, is Adam, Vancouver, British Columbia. In Saskadelphia. Right. No. What do we call Vancouver? What's the cool name for Vancouver? What do the cool kids call it? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not part of their group. Oh, no. They, they, I can't even get near the group. <laughs> they uh strict strict security with them evidently yeah and old that's dudes. how that worked out yeah maybe just vancouver vancouver mm-hmm. canada right all right what's going on you're just you're newly back and the, the reason we're late for this episode is that you're newly back in vancouver you were up in Kelowna, right yeah so we we had okay. a lot of baseball and had to drive it's like four and a half hours drive so yeah that's awesome yeah, but it is one of the nicer drives, I find, isn't it? Uh, it'd be nicer if it was two hours. Right, but... <laughs> I, I, it's, it's funny because, like, so way back in the day, I, gr- I grew up in Vancouver, Richmond, near, n- near where you live now. Um, and then I ended up going to film school uh, uh, on Vancouver Island in Victoria, British Columbia. Which meant for that year and a half, I ended up going back and forth a fair bit, and I took the ferry, the BC ferries from uh, Swartz Bay there. <laughs> no relation to you. Uh, no. Not I, don't, my I don't think. No. Yeah. Um, I think it's spelled differently, too. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I would take that ferry, which is about an hour and a half ride, with half an hour with the, with the boarding and all, or uh, two hours with the boarding, half hour boarding and, and, and deboarding. And it is some of the most beautiful scenery you can you can hope for to go on that ferry like right. it, it is a it's an amazing ride like if you're from out of town and you go on that ferry it like it's a day you you enjoy it but over time you kind of it's like all right enough now i wish it was 20 minutes i wish there was a bridge to the island sure yes that's what yeah and so now that i've you know been gone for so long and come back there and last time i rode the ferry was like eight nine years ago or something like that I was struck by how amazing it was again. And the same thing with you driving the Coquihalla going up, up to Kelowna. It's probably like, all right, I just want to get there. But it is some fantastic scenery all through the forests and, and whatnot of British Columbia. Yes. Thank you. Well, you didn't invent it, Adam. I mean, <laughs> it's just you're not appreciating it. No, because I, I thought the same thing. It's like there's times where I'm like, Oh man, I gotta go pick somebody up in Frankfurt or whatever, you know. So I'll I'll jump on the uh, the autobahn and uh, and 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 just you know zip along, go see the German countryside. Uh, that's not how it works though. You just it's like a it's like a Costco parking lot from here to Frankfurt. It's just ugly, right? Um, and no, that's that's no no rip on the the country's nice and everything like that. Like there are nice parts of the country, they just don't run 
the Audubon through it. And uh, whereas in, in, in British Columbia, plenty of scenery, you pull over, maybe get a selfie with a bear or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bear selfies are big here. All possible. And maybe stop in Merritt for lunch and get assaulted. I don't know what happens in Merritt anymore. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, I wouldn't stop there. So there's that. No offense, all of our listeners in Merritt. Yeah. Who big, do, do, big, they don't have Big Hoser yet. fans over in Merritt. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about Merritt before. The reason I, reason I bring it up is that like your brother in law played junior hockey and they played against Merritt. And in one game, one 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 of the games he was in playing, it was a road game in Merritt. He had taken his mouth guard out and left it on the top of the boards, and then had to go back in the dressing room. I guess he got cut or something like that. Had to go back get zipped up or some some, some such story. Came back and a fan had stolen his mouth guard. Nice. That's merit for you. Write it down. <laughs> okay. So, Patreon. You want to help us out? Help us buy uh, Adam's brother in law a new mouth guard. You can go to our website, twohosers.com, find the Patreon link, click on there, pledge a couple of bucks, and uh, he'll get to keep all of his chiclets. Okay. So there you go. Thanks very much to everybody who is a Patreon, and uh, to those who aren't, thank you for at least considering it. That's a thing. So what? tell us about the trip, Adam. How's the back? You're just back. Like, you got back late last night, I'm guessing? Yes. Yeah. It was, Where did you it stay? Was just, in Kelowna? Yes, right in Kelowna. It was just basically baseball. It was, it was, it was uh, two doubleheaders. So we, we, a lot of people came up on the the day of the first doubleheader because they pushed the Oof. games back until like five o'clock was the first game. So they had like a five o'clock, seven thirty uh doubleheader on the Saturday, and then they had a uh twelve o'clock and two thirty, which ended up being three, uh on the on the Sunday. But we went up on the Friday, just thought it would be better Friday af- Friday afternoon. We went up so that we could uh have a day in Kelowna and the weather got hot here all of a sudden so it was like 27 degrees in Kelowna on the Saturday and so we had kind of a fun nice. day with a few of the people that went up I think about I don't know four or five people went up on the Friday and then the rest of the team came up on the Saturday so yeah it was nice but it was other than the the day portion of Saturday that we had to kind of do what we liked because we went up early um it was just basically baseball back to the hotel cuz uh there was it, the last game finished at like 9 something and we yeah. we merc- we mercied the team because it was one Kelowna team for the first two games, and then a different Kelowna team that's in our league for the second two games. I think all four were mercy, so a lot of travel to to beat up on some Kelowna teams. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. the first and day we, we, the first day was was really really like, it, and it, and you wish that the mercies were quicker in terms of time, but I think we <laughs> at one point our team in the first or second inning of the first game batted around scored nine runs and not recorded an out at that point oh no (laughs) and we're like yeah so so then you think like oh usually our seven inning games take about two hours like because there's a lot more you know if, if the pitching's strong there's a lot of three up three downs and that did not happen so the five inning game ended up taking longer than our typical seven inning because you can only get the mercy in the after five that's the rule 10 right. 10 runs or more after five so um yeah unfortunately it took a long time it's always i've been on both ends of that and it's always worse like 
when you, like you, maybe you're hitting like sixth in the lineup, and there's guys on the other team who are three for three and you haven't hit yet. You're like, oh, dude, like you're already having a day and I haven't even had a chance to strike out yet. And I struck out on a foul tip that the catcher caught. Like that's always how it goes. Or I fouled out, the third baseman caught it in foul territory. Like I didn't even put a ball in play. That's the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've they even added, there, there's an added mercy rule here, uh, run spread, whatever you call it, um, after three innings because sometimes it gets out of hand. It's like 15 runs after three. So okay, so as to avoid what you're describing, yeah, that that would have been nice, yeah, if it was if it was done a little sooner. But so as it was, um, yeah, they basically went back to the hotel, slept, got up, played baseball, and then we we you know we're up at whatever whatever it was to get to the ballpark at nine a.m. for a ten a.m. start, and so we're at the ballpark at nine until three, and then in the car from three with a stop. I think we got home at like eight thirty or something. So it was, it was just one of those weekends where you're like, okay, now I need some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you kind of wish it's like, maybe we should have flown this one. Cause it's like a 28 <laughs> minute flight. Yeah. Although like you're but, saying, by the time you go to the airport and then you wait and it, like, mm-hmm. it ends up being three and a half, like, cause I've done the flight many times too. It's like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't save much time. You just end up sitting around in the airport you know, I meant I meant fly private. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just yeah, hop in just my rent plane. Rent a G five. May- <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Fourteen year old baseball, after all. Come on, you got to do it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of one of the kids in the first play. Just just on a baseball aside that you might appreciate, or nobody else cares, but. They were play the first the first um, park we played at was like you know right beside like a mountain. I, at some point, I'll ask the team if I can post the picture because I took a picture right in fr- on the field where there's just like a mountain behind it. And it was senior field, so it was three seventy on the corners and four hundred in center field. And like we three seventy on the corners. Yeah, so this was massive field. I have no, not that's not seen- a senior field. That is huge. That's that is like typically a senior field's like three thirty five, three forty. Oh no! Um, oh no! Oh no! No no! No no! no typically, no. typically it is. But in Kelowna, you can add you can add ten feet because you're at the elevation. So three fifty is about about okay. Uh, three seventy is a monster. Yeah, and usually like our field at Blundell, it's two seventy on the sides and three hundred, or some of the fields are three ten at center. So this was this was not a uh, a bantam field, which is the age group we are. Um, yeah. One of our ki- one of our kids hit one that we thought might go out. It, it one hopped the fence in right center. Oh, and we're wow. like, that's the biggest shot I've seen by a fourteen year old, or at least that I've yeah. ever I've ever seen by a fourteen year old. And it was yeah, he, so it was an in, inside the park uh, home run. I think it cleared the right fielders and center fielders head by about a hundred feet. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, it was it was it was pretty pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, so unfortunately, heard, just, just as an aside on that, like just just a quick note. You've heard of like the term Texas Leaguer? No, maybe. maybe. Okay, so a bloop, I, I, like a, a bloop hit that falls in front of a, an outfielder is called a Texas Leaguer. That's what that's okay. what that, that's what that means. And it comes from down in the Texas leagues. They used to push the fences back really far, like you're describing, which forced the outfielders to play very very deep to avoid you know inside the park home runs or triples. And, uh, and so, and everything else. So now to this day, when a, a ball falls in front of an outfielder called a Texas leaguer for that reason. Okay. 
I thought you knew that. I thought it was going to be a, a slam dunk for you, but now you do. No. Now, next, next week no, when we no. do this again, okay. you'll, you'll know. You'll yeah, know. so it was basically just the photos I did take. I don't know if we're talking about photos anymore or not. Um, or no. just baseball. So there's a lot of a lot of baseball photos because I was up there just Jack and myself. Uh, so I didn't know. Wait, dog. Just, you might want to rephrase that. Okay, um, my son Jack and uh, myself, his father. We were we were the only ones uh, up there. So I just basically I didn't have, have the dog, which is typical when we're playing baseball down here so i'm walking the dog around the field and stuff so it's not as conducive to taking photos whereas this time uh sarah and and my wife stayed behind and the dog because uh sarah has a bunch of like last week rehearsals for her upcoming show for her musical theater so um we had to kind of divide and conquer this weekend so i was up there just with jack and as a result um i'm like okay well what else do i have to do than take photos here so i i, t- right. I took some photos um and I, we played a, under the lights, which was different. We nev- we don't do that in Richmond because our lights at our field are are not really good. Um, there's mm. lots of dark spots on the field, but this was a nice senior diamond and very well lit. So it was that was kind of neat. So I took some photos. I don't I haven't looked at anything, so I don't know if they're garbage or not. And then I did take some photos uh, in a like the best parts of the lighting that I could. I could take photos in for the baseball. So uh, we'll see. I got too many photos because, you know, you end up kind of doing the um, whatever you call it, where the you take like six frames a second. I don't know, the fastest mode, whatever it's called on, right. on that camera. And, you know, a lot of times it's like, I just watch the batter. I don't know what you do. And then I, you know, I'm waiting for the kid to swing and then he doesn't swing. So I'm sure I got to sort through like, you know, 8 million photos to find the one or two yeah. good ones. Yeah, I, I know. I know your. I feel your pain. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's tough though. I mean, you, you, conceivably, I mean, you guys played four games within a twenty-four hour period, which is yes. a lot. It was. You know, it was too much. It's of, too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah, for sure, it is too much. It is too much all yeah. at once. Um. Yeah, but I know. I look forward to seeing those photos, especially the night games. I I really enjoy those photos. It looks it's such a different thing. Like, like for especially if you guys don't play under the lights, um, it's really quite cool. So. And uh, I didn't bring the long lens. I didn't bring the seventy to two hundred, which would have been the best lens because oh. I just didn't want. I just didn't want to carry it around, and that was my. I wanted to bring yeah. the small camera pack. I wanted to take some candid photos, like in the dugout, and and like then that 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 lens is too intrusive, and so I thought, okay, yep. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't want to pack the bigger camera bag and and take all that, and then again at the hotel, worry about like, am I leaving it in the room? Am I carrying it everywhere with me? So I. I just brought the 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 bag that I like, that Peak Design bag, and I put the twenty four to one hundred five lens in there because you know I thought, okay, if I want a little bit of range, a little bit of reach in a small form factor, I'll throw that lens in there. And then I just brought the eighty five, thinking, you know, if I go in and around the dugout, and then also shooting to the mound or shooting to the to the batter, I'm like the eighty five is just kind of that combo lens where it's again small in form but it can give you a good portrait it gives you lots of light if you start to you know have to worry about how much uh, available light there is and so right. um yeah that that was the 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 lens combo that fits nicely into that that peak design bag nice yeah uh yeah my uh so uh, my son had a game yesterday it's been a, it's been a crazy week here for me um we ended up um, letting get it f- firing. I'll just say firing. 
uh, our our manager of our our first league team, our first, our, our sorry first team, which is in the second league. Okay. Um, we ended up parting ways after uh, two game days, and uh, which meant our new coach doesn't arrive until today. As you're hearing okay. this. Oh, by the way, we're late today because of this whole scheduling stuff. So everyone who wanted to show this morning has to wait till this evening. Too bad. Worth the wait, in my opinion. But um, and it is, it is a holiday here too. So, anyways, our new coach arrives today, which meant I had I was responsible for the week for for coaching our our first team. Um, okay. But you know, so a couple practices, and then and then I had to drive out to a place called Neuenberg, which is like two and a half hours away, right on the French border. The joke is, like, I mean, I, I joke with my kids that if you, you know, hit a foul ball straight back, it'll land in France. That's how close to the border you are. So you drive out there two and a half hours, no four and a half hours like you, obviously, but it was just the day. We go, we go the morning of, drive out, full batting practice, which I now have to pitch, of course, because I'm the coach. And then sure. uh, doubleheader, uh, which we lost both games, unfortunately. Um, and the mercy rule was in effect on the, on the second game too, which was not good for us. Except uh, for that sends you home a little earlier. <laughs> not really. I, okay. Throwing strikes, throwing strikes would have sent us home earlier. Um, <laughs> the the six runs on two out with two outs in the first inning was not a good start. And okay. uh, you know, I don't blame myself because why would I? But the uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, so doubleheader, then a long day, and then and then then two and a half hours back, and I didn't even play. I was I was going to pinch hit in both of the games just just to get uh, like there's a you have to get a minimum number of four appearances in in the regular season in order to qualify for the playoffs. And so I don't anticipate playing in the playoffs, but if people get hurt, you know, I want to be able there to to help the guys out if they need like a warm body, right? Okay. And so I would have pinch hit myself in the first game, but, you know, it was a 1-1 game going into, like, the sixth inning, and uh, we ended up losing 3-1. So it was just too close for me to get in for a free hit, for a free at-bat, and I wanted, you know, the kids to give it a go. And then the second game, I was all ready to pinch hit in the top of the fifth because we were down, like, 13 runs or something terrible. Um and then in the bottom of the fourth, they scored a couple runs to make that 15, 15 after three, three innings. So we didn't even play the top of the fifth. So I got <laughs> no appearances. Okay. Come on back. Long day. And then the very next, the very next morning, my son's team, who, who I am the coach of, the full-time coach of, the, the 12U team, they had a doubleheader in a place called Gammertingen, which it was pretty fun, pretty fun. Because, uh, you know, it turns out, here's the deal. I like my son. I don't know if okay. you do that. Yeah. Um and and my son is by far the best not only the best player on our team but he's the best player in the league because he is okay. my son and I'm biased. I'm 100% right. biased. In okay. reality he is not the best in the league. So <laughs> but I but I like him. So and I I appreciate every parent thinking that of their own kid. I I'm I'm okay with that. That's awesome. Good for you. Okay. Anyways, so we're we're playing in this place called Gammertingen. Whom I'm on record with not really liking those guys. Uh, they're, they're, they, they don't they don't they don't play the game correctly in my opinion. Um, but regardless, um, so my my son, uh, I've I included a picture. I just put it in the Dropbox. I forgot I forgot to put it in. Our, our first base coach snapped it with his phone for some reason. I don't know why. I thought he was recording video, but uh, snapped a photo of him at the plate yesterday. Where he seconds after this was taken, he absolutely launched a triple 
that landed just just shy of the 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 the, the fence they have. It's not I don't know how far it is. It's not super far, but absolutely launched a, a ball to the fence. Got a triple out of it, which is nice. Except that this field, Gammertingen, is the site of three Canadian triples in one inning a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'll let that sink in for a second, Adam. Three Canadian triples. We played in a game against the Royals of Gammertingen a couple years ago. Myself okay. and uh, the other, other Canadian guy who was playing, uh, Braden, you know him. Okay, yeah. Him and I were, were, were playing. Uh, I let off the inning with a triple. Three, two batters later was our coach, Alex, the other Canadian guy, who uh, hit a, tr- a triple to dead center. And then the ninth hitter that we joked, the ninth hitter that inning was, was Braden. And we said, hey, if you get up, you got to hit a triple. I like, didn't think he'd even get up, ninth hitter of that inning, right? Yeah. Sure enough, he got up and he hit a triple. So we had three Canadians hit a triple in the exact same inning in a baseball game on German soil. Is there a name? And then for my that? son. Uh, I think it's no Canadian <laughs> hat trick. I don't know. I don't know. No. So because no, the hat trick's kind of a Canadian thing to begin with. It, so that is. I know. To, we got to think yeah. of something. Yeah. And so, anyways, and so for my son to then step onto that field and, and hit his own triple a few years later, admittedly, uh, yeah, not the same inning. Not not the same. Not inning. the same inning at all. No. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was it was it was pretty fun. So even though the umpire, he pitched the first two innings, the umpire squeezed him pretty badly. But, uh, <laughs> but he did. He, 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 he actually struck out to the, in, in, in yesterday, uh, which is his first time. They played four games on the season. It's the first time he swung and missed a ball this year. Like not even, not even, he's not swung and missed once up until yesterday. And okay. uh, I, think he, I think he hit a foul ball. The next pitch, the, the kid threw it up over his head and he forgot to get the bat out of the way and it, it hit for a foul, hit his bat for a foul ball. Yeah. And then the very next one, he swung and missed for the first time of the year and he K'd and he was so disappointed with himself. He's just like, he's like, Dad, I can do better. <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, you're eight for 10 on the season. You're, you're doing fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 You're all good. So, anyways. That was that. That is, that's what's going on in, in, in baseball in, in, in Vancouver and Germany. You're all yeah. caught up. Yeah. So, uh, and the Frybot is open. So I've swam the last two days in a row. I just got back from the Frybot right now. I still smell like chlorine. <sighs> all right. Reminder, monthly challenge this month is long exposure brought to you by Kenneth Skalavik. That'll be next week. Even though it should be today, I understand there was a whole scheduling thing, what with Adam's trip and the, 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 uh, the labor issues over here and, and whatnot. Through, through a wrench and everything, we will record it next week, uh, the uh, monthly challenge. So throw that on Instagram, hashtag two hosers monthly challenge, hashtag hey hosers. Even better, do both of those things and tag us at Two Hosers, and we'll talk about that next week. Uh, oh, we also have a, a, a challenger for the month of May. Kenneth has okay. nominated uh, D. Bradshaw from Australia okay. to give us the uh, the May challenge. So we're looking for. Hopefully, it's a great white shark. That's what I'm hoping it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in his wheelhouse yeah. there, or uh, like a funnel web spider. Although he's on, I think he's on the West Coast. I think, I think Funnel Web is like a Southeast Coast kind of thing. Golden Orb, maybe. 
these are all options we, 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 can, we, can, we can explore. So looking forward to see what uh, D. Bradshaw has to say. While I'm on that subject, re- just a quick reminder, uh, I, told, um, I talked with, um, uh, who, who did I talk with this week? Roger Dahlman. And uh, about the upcoming, upcoming, but the later this year, the, the, the travel, the trip to the Germany in uh, the German Christmas markets and all around. Uh, go check that out at his website, Biotrek Adventures, and I'll put a link in the website. Uh, I'll be on that one. Unfortunately, Adam can't make this one, but possibly in the future. We'll have to see how that goes. But check that out. If you want to go get some Nuremberg sausage and whatnot, that's the place to find it. All right. Did you shoot anything? Well, we know you shot something interesting, Adam, but we're waiting to see it. Yeah, well... I, Not right now. D- did I shoot something interesting? Bunch of baseball. Oh, yeah. Hasn't been edited. But I, if, we, if we talk about photo challenge, you see at least one baseball photo. Yeah, no, I'm going to see one. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, I think I shot some things this week. Like I said, it's been an absolute whirlwind week. Um, so there are there were some photos. My my daughter went on a uh, like a like a outdoor ed school field trip thing, multi multi night. And so when she left for that, I snapped some photos of her leaving, uh, which is interesting to like two people in the whole world, and I'm one of them. Okay. So it's just it, yeah, interesting. When you say, did you shoot anything interesting? It's really perspective. Uh, <laughs> so there there's that. Uh, if, I think I'll shoot some interesting stuff this week, perhaps. Long exposure for sure. Photo challenge was dealer's choice. Kind of a kind of a throwaway one because we knew we'd have a busy week. But let's see what uh, what that brings us. See what okay. you got here. All right. This is a, a different. Uh, There's another kid who plays baseball on your son's team besides your son. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I chose this photo because I remembered the moment because this was a this was a home run in the game yesterday and so it was uh yeah this 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 kid can really hit he's we've played with him in the past but he's a year older than my son so it's sort of we play every second year um with some of these kids that are a year older because it's always two years um anyways this was a ball that was launched uh yes i think the first game yesterday and now the fields are much bigger, so hitting home runs is is much less common. So we might see one home run every two or three games, I'd say roughly. Um, uh-huh. But this was this was a ball that was destroyed, and this kid can hit everything. He can hit the fastball. He can hold back and hammer the off speed, the curve. I think this was uh, a hanging curveball that he just destroyed over. There was a fence behind the fence, and and this one hit that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, I just caught that moment. I can't tell 100% because of the angle whether he's just made contact or he's just about to make contact, but either way, this No, was, he's already hit was... this ball. This ball's been hit. Okay, so this was this there's was. No the, way, uh... There's no way, if, if he's about to hit this, he's going he's gonna to pull it foul and not well, that's, hit that's it. Well, that's what I said. That's, you know, when I looked yeah. at it with somebody else, I'm like, I think this is just after it hit the, because I did the same thing. But because of the weird angle, I guess I'm looking yeah. at the plate. I, I can't really tell if he's just behind the plate or just out front of the plate. Anyways, uh, just, uh, just lo- love the moment. This will be probably uh, a baseball card or a game day action shot for the kid. 
yes. Yeah. So I just, and, and just the background like this, I liked it from this perspective because of seeing the mountains. And so the, the, the challenge of this shot is, you know how the fences go around these parks. So it, perfect distance for the 85. This, all I did was basically a tiny little crop to make this more Instagram friendly on the right side but this was this was the distance for the 85 it was just perfect and uh you know we got we got sunshine but we got a little bit of cloud cover so you get that sort of softbox like effect and mm-hmm. and then just really trying to figure out the the timing so this is like a burst of like six shots as i watch his body start to go through the load and then just hope that this is a swing where there's there's nice contact and that's kind of how my shooting the batters uh works and then the nice thing was when i woke up this morning and i had to quickly find a photo for the challenge i was like okay well all i have to look for is the photos i took just as he's doing the home run trot and then the last uh the the swing right before that last photo that's probably gonna be an easy uh point to find as far as uh, locating a photo amongst so many photos that i took so uh right yeah just 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 like i like i like everything about this photo the background the the colors the light like you know obviously the 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 position that the ball is just coming off the bat i just 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 one of those things where if you take bursts eventually you get get these photos well that's true that you take bursts i mean every once in a while a monkey will type type shakespeare right that's the that's the thing but that's not the case here you've actually you know you've thought this through i'm looking at your exif data and like you don't need to look at your exif data to see that the shutter speed is um as the technical term is wicked fast uh, because you're freezing everything here, and that ball yeah. is moving. So let me ask you, did the home run went to left center? Yes. Yeah, okay. So it, that definitely means he, he's already hit it, because that's where that ball's going. If he, if, it went, if he pulled it down the line, I could see it, him, but it would have been off the end of the bat, and he would have pulled it right down the foul pole. So if, if, he, if, he, if he's about to hit it, that's, my, that's what I'm guessing. So... Um, to freeze everything, because the ball will compress briefly, and so the ball's come out, and it's decompressed, and now it's flying, and to freeze it all, you need a shutter speed of like, well, you have it at one five thousandth of a second, which at f4, you're going to have to shoot the very unintuitive, counterintuitive ISO 500 in the sunshine. So typically, you'd, you'd want to go out there, and, and in your head, you'd be like, all right, well, let's, it's nice and sunny, let's do the best we can, the ISO 100. But that would have given you probably somewhere in the neighborhood of one one twelve hundred, twelve fiftieth of a second, which would be good, not nearly as good as one five thousandth. So so freezing that action, which you don't always want to freeze the action, but this case it looks really cool. Um, So there you go, and he's number nine too. So of course he can hit. That's a hitter's number nine. Yeah, and I think that because I was shooting AV mode, um, just because the light kept changing, right? So I was yeah. doing the little tinkering because I was like, all right, I want one eight thousandth, but rather than go full manual because the light's constantly changing, the easier move was to go AV mode. And then if the light changed significantly and I got to, you know, the camera's blinking one eight thousand and and because uh, that's the highest uh, max shutter speed that you can get on that camera, well, then I have yeah. to fiddle with the ISO to bring it back down. So, you know, within the, the range of the shots I'm taking is anywhere between sort of this one five thousandth of a second and then one eight thousandth be, being that it's AV mode and it's going to adjust to the available light. 
So yeah, this one, I don't know that 8,000 with this would have made any difference, but certainly like you said, 5,000 to 1250 makes, makes a big difference. Big difference. Now there's a mode that, that I never use and it sounds like you don't either that we should use. And that's just the auto ISO. You set it on manual, you can set it to F4, one eight thousandth of a second, and the camera will just essentially be in AV mode, except for it's ISO mode, or whatever you want to call it, and it'll just change the ISO to match the the exposure, and you leave the other settings as they are. I never never really bother with that. and like same same with your situation here. If you know what range you're going to deal in, if you know you're going to be within the five thousand to eight thousand of a shutter speed, then you don't really need to bother with that. But right, it's an option nonetheless. Uh, great shot, and he must be thrilled, or he he will be thrilled when he gets it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think they'll like that. And like I say, the the coach who likes to make the game days, uh, you know, is gonna gonna probably use this one. And knowing that it was was a home run, I like you know, I, I kind of like that because there's not going to be a ton of those this year. Even though this kid will hit more, there will not be a ton. Did you get the shot where he stops at home plate, watches it, and then bat flips towards the uh, pitcher's girlfriend? <laughs> no, I should have got that though. Yeah, we have a lot of that in our league, and uh, not my son's league. My son would never do that. I told him, "You ever do that? That's I'm done. I will not come to your games anymore." But uh, we have guys that we play against in the other, and and actually in his league too. Some kids were doing that. That's what I meant when I said I don't like how Gammertingen plays. I'll come out and say it. They play like that. They're nonsense. Oh, nonsense, okay. guys. All right. All right, so here's mine. Mine, uh, mine was I, I had to use a, a Spieltag cover uh, for mine because that's kind of what I, I did a lot of work on it this week. That's where I shot something interesting, but also it's my challenge, either's choice. So uh, this is for the girls' softball team, our girls' women's softball team. Uh, they play in the first Bundesliga. And, and last year, so it's funny because a few years ago when we started doing the, the, the game day covers, in case you didn't know, Spieltag translates to game day, right? Okay. Um, and, and so when we started, I started doing them a couple years ago, and then it started getting more and more fun. And then we did the, the Bull Durham one where the guy's pitching in just the jockstrap, right. which, which it was a little, I wouldn't say controversial, but it definitely got some eyeballs all around the country, pretty much in the baseball, not the country, but the baseball uh, league all around Germany. Um, and so they kind of, and after that, it was like, all right, well, we're all, we're all super into this. Well, the women's team was not. I offered to, I said, hey guys, like, you know, if you would like me to do them for your, your games as well, let me know. I'm, I'm in. And they were like, no way. And, uh, and I was like, well, you know, I'm not really going to do the Bull Durham thing with you guys, right? Like, it's not, they, they had thought it was all going to be something like that. Like, right. You know, I was like, no, 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 no. We're just going to have fun with it. And uh, so we started last year. We did, they only have a few home games. So we did, we did that last year. Then this year, they are into it in, in a great way, meaning that they, they come with ideas. Uh, the guys, I just do it all myself. I, I do whatever I feel like, what I think is funny. With the girls, they have their own ideas and they bring them like, hey, what about this? What about this? And then we work together. And uh, they really wanted to do Back to the Future, which is what this week's, this week's was. And more specifically, they wanted to do Back to the Future Part 2 because there was, that would put two people on the cover because the gotcha. original poster of Back to the Future is just uh, Michael J. Fox and the second one they have, but both of them. So 
that was the, the recreation we were going for. Okay. Looks like you got it. I think so. Uh, this was obviously, I didn't wait for a lightning storm. Uh, I did, I shot this uh, and, and, and Photoshopped that in. But okay. uh, this was shot in the studio uh, and then basically tried to recreate sort of the hard light look that, that they, they have in the poster. Not exactly, but this is shot mostly with hard light, two hard lights, one camera left and a little bit in front. And uh, with, a, with the CTO or, a, yeah, CTO on it, which is going to, what creates the, the, the key light. And then in behind, yeah. camera right in behind is another hard light with a CTB on it, which you can see on their hair. You see the split? Yeah. Yeah. And then I needed a little bit sort of to fill them in, sort of in between the two of them, like on, her, on uh, the front girl's jacket and then in between. And so there's just like a little low angle uh, light, like a, I think it was a half CTO through an umbrella just to sort of fill in those shadows so we could kind of mix it up. And I had originally, so I shot a couple with the smoke machine so that we could have that kind of smoky look down there. And uh, it was very, very difficult, as I thought it might be, to cut the subjects out from the background but keep the smoke. Right. So that is fake smoke that I added Yeah, later. I was kind of wondering about that, about the, the smoke. I was like, I feel like that might be fake smoke, but... Now well, it's real smoke. It. It, just, it just wasn't shot at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was added later. Um, but I've done the which, fake smoke, which, again, like, is also a thing. You can easily fake smoke in, in Photoshop, too. How did you fake the smoke? I'm interested to, interested to know. Oh, I don't know. I, I watched a little tutorial on it in Photoshop and then I, I did it for our team photo last year for at the end right. for baseball where I cut them out and then I wanted the smoke effect, especially around the bottom like this. So when you just use the smoke yeah. around the bottom, it was very easy. I can't remember the exact tools um, that I did, but it was it was very easy to do. Yeah. So that's the thing is I went, I went and looked as well and I said, hey, you know, the, all the videos are like, yeah, go in here, get the brush out, and you're going to paint it on, go find the, uh, the smoke brush. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds awesome. That's probably what I'll use. I went and clicked on it and there's no smoke brush. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, that's, it's gone in the update. So I was like, all right, well, I can go and uh, you can go download a smoke brush. And I was like, oh, I'll do that then. Hey, that's, that's awesome. And then you go to download it, and it, wherever you go, it's like, yeah, totally free. Like, don't worry about it. Here, take it. And then you go, and you're like, oh, now there's somebody uh, stealing all my data uh, on my computer. <laughs> and uh, so that's not good. Um, but hey, while you're stealing, can you make me some smoke? Uh, just help me out a little bit. And so I, and then, then, and there's ways, now there's ways to go, uh, you can go shoot, you can make your own smoke brush, which I'm going to end up doing, but I didn't have time. So I had to go actually get, I think I got some smoke that I had from a previous shot and, 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 and basically cut it out and laid it in and it worked out. I think it looks like, I think it fools the eye in my sure. opinion. So for, for the point of this, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, ultimately I'm going to end up making a smoke brush and then uh, not sharing it with anybody. Maybe you, probably you. Okay. All right. But I will. I will uh, do that. And uh, this is actually one of my favorite covers in, in recent, recent memory, just because of the, the colors themselves are very uh, attractive on Instagram and whatnot. So uh, if you don't already follow the girls of softball tubing, and definitely go check out their site. Because they won both games yesterday too, which I'm mostly responsible 
just from yeah, doing this cover. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, all right. The topic this week is going to be fast because Adam's got stuff to do, but I've been meaning to get to this for a while. I need a little bit of Sherlock Holmes help, a little internet sleuthing from the people out there. Can we crowdsource something? Can we not call it crowdsource? What do we do? How is it called if everybody gets involved? I don't know. Help? It's called help. Okay, so first step, we get everybody involved to figure out a name for what happens when everybody gets involved. That's okay. step one. We'll crowdsource that. Okay. Um, no, step two. So Brainstorm. Uh, oh, it's called brainstorm. Brainstorm. No, it's called whiteboarding or blue skying or something. Okay. Some, right. I, let's not get into those terms. Those, those annoy me. The, the, anytime you deal with a, like a facilitator or a motivational, it's come on now. Life coach. Oh, life coach. Life coach. Uh, Anyways, so here's, so here's the story. A couple years ago, six years ago, almost all coming up on six years ago, uh, I went down to Los Angeles, California for a couple days, went and toured around and, uh, and whatnot. And while, we were, uh, while I was down there, me and my buddy, we went and just checked out the Griffith Observatory because we happened to be in the neighborhood. We're not too far away. And uh, I had recently, like, I, like literally the day before, I had purchased my X100. So I had okay. no stick time on it. I was just out there kind of figuring, figuring, figuring out how to use the thing. Really didn't know. Um, even though there's a manual, we don't read the manual. So we're down there, and it's like, oh, let's go see. Like, he, he's like, yeah, what should we do? And uh, I was like, well, we could either go see the... The, the par three golf course in Los Feliz where they filmed swingers or we can go see where they filmed uh, rebel without a cause and go up to the Griffith uh, and, and amongst other things, but the Griffith observatory. So swingers. we did that. I vote, so, I vote for swingers. Uh, we know we did, we did, we did the, the Griffith and oh, um, okay. That's too bad. And so we're up there wandering around and uh, enjoying the sights. And while I'm just sitting there mining my own business, um, Rampage Jackson comes up to me. Uh, MMA guy, right? Yeah, it's not him. Although it's got, he has the same beard, in my opinion. Okay. Am I wrong? Looking at the photo, am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, I don't know Rampage that well, but sure. No. I think he had the similar beard, and so uh, that's the guy I thought. Anyway, so this, this, this random dude comes up to me, and he's like, hey, excuse me, like, can you do me a favor? And I was like... Uh, yeah, I, I'm Canadian. I'm legally obliged to do you a favor. Uh, uh, no, I was like, yeah, yeah. What do you need? He's like, well, okay. My, my girlfriend, like I'm going to propose to my girlfriend just now. Right. And I'd like, I'd like, I'd like someone to, to film it. And I was like, wow, you hit the right guy. I, I'm a, a filmmaker. turns out. Uh, so I probably can't mess this up. I hope. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, great, awesome. Hey, we, we gotta, I got to be quick here. Uh, like, she's just in the bathroom real quick, and then she's coming back out, and I don't want her to see me talking to you, obviously. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I, I was like, where, where are you going to do it? And he's like, points up there. He's like, I'm going to go out there on the, on the lookout, and uh, I'm going to do it there. I was like, yeah, I'll come up there, and I'll shoot it. I'll shoot it with my new camera, you know, which I was not super confident with, but I ended up doing it, uh, shooting some video. Uh, but so we wandered up there and I kind of followed them. So she came out of the bathroom and they, they kind of wandered off and I sort of followed him and he kept kind of looking over at me and I was like, okay, you're going to do it here. And he doesn't, he doesn't do it there. And I was like, oh no. 
So then he's like, they walk up to the observatory around the back. He's going to do it there. And so I'm kind of trying to follow him, follow them without, without following them, you know? Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so I do that. We kind of were looking around. Hey, look at the view over here. I'm ready, just ready to film. And he, and he doesn't do it again. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> so he walks back down the stairs to where they were. And now uh, me and my buddy, Ken, you know Ken, uh, yep. we, we're, like, we, have, we have to follow them down, you know? And it's like, oh, boy. And so now it's, it's, it's like at this point, he's doubling back. So I, I, I can't really hide this. Anyway, so we, we follow, we kind of, we, we follow him back down. And then he pops the question and I record it. And it's, it's a great moment. Like, it's really, it's, you know, I, I happen to love these kind of moments. And she said yes, obviously. And, uh, and uh, you know, and then she, then once, that, once that moment died down, she then turns and says, that's why these two guys were following us, you know, because she had right. noticed. Yeah. And uh, we thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> However, so I said, okay, I, he's like, hey, how do I get this, you know, video? And I said, well, shoot me an email. And I'm um, happy to send it off. You can have it. It's great. And uh, I remember correctly, they were in town from New York. And uh, I don't even remember their names, but he'd, I gave him my email address. He sent me an email. And I insisted on, I snapped a few, few photos for them as well. And, it's, and, and they said, hey, can, you know, we'd like one with you. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want one with, one with you guys too. It's a great story. So we snapped this photo that I'm sharing now. But the reason I'm sharing it is... I, I lost that email. So I, I emailed them the video, and he said thank you, and, and everything was great. They, they received what they wanted. But I want to get in touch six years later just to say hello. Hey, how are things? Do you remember this moment? It was a, for me, it was a very memorable moment of the trip. And, and I, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I always feel honored to be part of these kinds of things. Um, and so I want to find out how, how they're doing. And divorced. I lost the email. Yeah, yeah. they're definitely divorced. Well, that's not. <laughs> uh, okay, never mind, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, we don't. We solved uh, mystery solved. No. So what I want to know, I want to find these people. Okay. Uh, so anybody can you stalk their wedding proposal, and now you're stalking their lives on the internet. Yeah, that's how they gave me their email address. I, I don't <laughs> think it's that. This okay. is all very on the up and up, and okay. uh, so. I, I, I think I tried to do a reverse image search a while ago, and um, I'm not that smart, uh, so I, I didn't, it didn't yield anything. Surely that some of you are smarter than, than, than I am, and uh, let, me, let me see if I have, do I have the EXIF data here? I can tell you what date it was. Does that, does that help anybody? So it was taken on November the 10th, 2017 at 3.21 p.m. In, uh, in Los Angeles, California. Based on that knowledge, can anybody find out who these people are on the Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever? That's what I want to know. Okay, go. It, go for is this, it. Is this offside now? If you do, please do not publish their information. Please get in touch with me privately. I would just like to check in on them. I don't want to dox them. Hmm. So, this, this is weird. This got, it got weird. No, you made it weird. You made it weird with the stalking and the and the divorce talk. I'm not. Right. I am confident they're still married based on that smile. Right. Uh, mine, I mean, not 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 hers. Um, right. And the stalking thing is nonsense. I just. I wish I hadn't accidentally cleared out all my old emails from a long time ago. 
because I wouldn't be in touch already. So there you go. Hey, hey, listeners, see if you can find these people. Please don't do anything nefarious. Um, send me the info if you do. And uh, at alan at alanatridge.com. I'll just give you my email address. No problem. There you go. That's it. Okay. Have you found them yet, Adam? No, I have not. Okay, good. Good for you. All right. Uh, challenge for next week is our monthly challenge. Finally getting to it. That is Long Exposure brought to you by Kenneth Skalivik. Put it on Instagram. Hashtag two hosers monthly challenge. Hashtag hey hosers. Even better. Do both of those things and tag us at two hosers. And we'll get to that next week. Uh, and then also a reminder to D Bradshaw that you're up. You better figure out what we're doing for May. Ken's not asking. He's just telling you. So okay, good that's, job. That's how Ken does it. You got it. Uh, websites, Adam. You need nothing. No, no, no websites for Adam. Keep doing it. Keep keep not yeah. having them. It makes our life yeah. easier. My stuff you can find at Holtzfeller at woodworking.com, alanatrich.com, or the two of us at twohosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.